0: On Your Neighbor Is, we aim to bring you the stories of everyday people and their creative pursuits and passions. We pass by so many people in our daily cycles and don't always get to know the ones who are around us. So on our podcast, we want to highlight some of these people, people that can even live on your same block, as we push our slogan, Get to Know Your Neighbors. Welcome to our podcast. This is your neighbor. Is my name is Gabe.
1: My name is Brian.
0: What's good, Brian? How you doing?
1: I'm chilling, man. You know, beautiful Tuesday night over here. Uh, all good. How are you doing?
0: You know, can't complain. I'm over here chilling. I know you got your little house sitting, playing watering duties.
1: But it's true. It's we appreciate
0: true. you making time for the podcast.
1: <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, no, it's all gravy. It's a beautiful thing, yeah, to have uh, friends that I'm currently sitting for, and you know, honestly, it's kind of like a mini vacation to me because they do have a really nice place and good, uh, good space for recording the podcast too, which is always a plus.
0: Yeah, especially among all the plants and stuff, you got to post some like fake vacation pictures or whatever.
1: <laughs> That's true. I could, I could, uh, depending on the pose. I could be in various tropical jungles. Yeah. You could do like a, a fake subtle flex or whatever, yeah. I might just we'll, have... we'll
0: we'll get Joe to maybe work on that. I think he's good with like the backgrounds or whatnot. You know, he's multi-talented, so
1: Right. Yeah, he's our producer extraordinaire and you know our social media coordinator too. So Exactly, yeah. I think he could handle it. For sure.
0: But yeah, I mean, aside from that, on today's episode we got a special guest. We got a rapper, writer. Creator extraordinaire, Dollar Sign Dunn. How you doing, man?
2: Doing well, doing well. I like I like that intro. You guys, uh, you guys killed that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Appreciate it, bro.
1: <laughs> just just a little banter, just a little banter. Yeah, there you go, there you go.
0: But yeah, I mean, you just you just kind of broke the news to us that you also in Tenek, so that's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah, word word.
0: Have you been in Tenek for a while, or like you kind of just moved here recently?
2: Now, I've been here for seven years now oh so, damn
0: okay. yeah i mean t-nick's a cool place we grew up here so you can't go wrong with it it's chill
2: yeah no nah, I, I like it over here it's close to the city you know what i'm saying like anywhere,
1: yeah exactly
2: right on the highway it gets where you gotta go so i like that fact,
1: fact yeah fact. super convenient you know the bus goes there yeah no it's really nice but you know you're originally from jersey
2: too as well right yeah yeah i'm um, born in Englewood. That's dope. Okay, so then yeah,
0: we about to dive into that. So, you're born in Englewood. Did you always grow up there? And like, do you feel like Englewood had any sort of influence on you getting into the music scene?
2: Well, well, the first question. Um, like I was born in Englewood, but I moved to um upstate New York, maybe around like seven, six, seven, and okay. I, that's where I like went to middle school, elementary, high school at. And then after uh, high school, I went to college for a little, and then I moved back to jersey and that's when i moved to Tina. but um to answer your second question i don't i don't think it was like well yeah it was the environment of like you know being in um in jersey you know it's the east coast new york is right there so i'm hearing like as a kid a lot of um new york hip-hop just because uh well my older cousins was playing my uncles or whatever but i think more so it was like the people in that environment that kind of influenced me you know what i'm saying like what they were wearing how they were talking how they were moving it's kinda like Right. yeah the, the music played a part of it but they were living that life like outside of music you know what i'm saying like before i even knew what rap really was i seen people living how rappers were talking if that makes sense
0: Nah, nah, i feel you i, I mean you kind of like you know hip-hop's more than just like the music so you like see just like that that culture ingrained like in new york like all over
2: exactly exactly so um yeah it's like It wasn't one thing that that pushed me towards music, because it's kind of like, I just rap about my life, you know what I'm saying? So growing up, how I grew up just gave me things to rap about.
0: So like, you're saying it was really like the the lifestyle and just like the people you were hanging around that kind of like got you interested in that whole scene. I don't know, was there just like any specific part of that that was like, oh, you know, maybe this, I want to kind of like translate that into like, doing music and like talking about that. Or was it kind of just like a natural progression?
2: It was definitely a natural progression. Because before I even, like, even thought about rapping, I've done it, like, in school, you know, at the lunch table, you freestyling with your homies. I had a, I had a friend that had, like, a, a studio set up in his house. Like, just know, like, recording equipment. And i would be hanging out there after school. And you know, he rapping, trying to go serious. And I'll just wake up off the couch and just rap. And it's kind of like, I just did it just because it was there. But as I got older and I, like, I decided to actually jump into it. It was just, like, a natural, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have to force anything. I didn't have to, like, well, I, I got to rap like this because this is what people doing. It's, like, nah, it was just right. a, a natural a natural thing that I was drawn to.
0: So you kind of just, like, used to, like, just, like you said, kicking with the homies and just, like, spitting and whatever. So when you finally decided to, to do it, it was just, like, I'm going to just do what I was always doing.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And even before that, like, when I was a little kid, like, they're five seven around that age my step pops was in a rap group and all, all his homies was rapping it was nice and they, but they, i used to be in the studio with them you know what i'm saying they used to have me in their videos and i used mm. to like you know i used to watch them like oh this is the coolest fuck you know what i'm saying
1: <laughs> that sounds fire yeah that's fire yeah because it's like that's the type of thing where it's like in a couple years or whatever if those videos are still available on streaming or whatever, we can look back and be like, "Oh shit," you know. <laughs> Word. That's that, it. That's him as a young kid, you know, like Easter egg type shit.
2: I'm like in from '04. I'm in the music video. I'm I'm gonna I'm post it one day. Probably when this interview goes out, I'm gonna post a clip. But it's like 2000. That would be fire. It's a, I'm in the music video. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: that's fire. I mean, I mean, me and Brian, even like, I feel like. You know, in this area, T Nick Englewood, like you said, like just the Jersey part that's close to New York. So many kids in school were like trying to rap and whatnot. So I yeah. feel like it was the same thing. We'd be in those like circles where maybe like one person is rapping or whatever. And so then everybody around is kind of just like kicking shit for fun. And totally. Kinda, you know, yeah, I guess just from there, there's like some people that end up sticking with it or others that were like kind of just, you know, doing it in a certain time.
2: Yeah, because even, even when I was in high school, there was people that was, like, rapping, rapping. I remember they'd have, like, battles, people would play their songs, and I'm kind of like, eh, this is all right. But I'll go home on a low, <laughs> and it's like, rap right, right my shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'll cook them with this, but I would never, like, go out there and rap, because I, no one, you know, I didn't really, well, there was no one in my area that was, like, actually a rapper. You know, people was trying. Back then, I thought, like, yo, it's only the people that's on TV that can rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you trying to rap for? Yeah cause I didn't see nobody else able to do it.
0: I mean, it's true. Even if you think about like just the Jersey area, we don't really have too many people that break out of here. It's like every once in a while, but it's really where we're seeing it is like in New York and on TV, like you're saying.
2: Yeah, and, and um, I'm speaking from like an upstate point of view in terms of like rapping in high school. Like even then I went to like a small school, like like live, I lived in the outskirts of Albany, New York. So it was like even smaller than Jersey. So think about a small town where everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Nobody like nobody really makes it out of there, especially not on the music shit. So um, looking nah, at that and seeing rappers like nah, I don't think nobody can make it. But then when I came back to Jersey, it was like more access. You know what I'm saying? I remember the first time I ever went out when I came back down here. I went to a show of my man's, cause he was rapping. So he doing his thing, you know, trying to network. But I was too young to get into a venue. So I had to kick it outside, and then um, we ran into someone that he knew, and I ended up like chopping it in, cause he was he wasn't um, able to to uh, get into the venue either, cause he was too young. So we just talking, you know, we outside kicking. He's like, yo, yeah, you smoke? I'm like, yeah. So you know, we smoking outside chilling, and then he's like, um, like, what do you do? And I'm like, like, what you mean? What I do? Like, <laughs> like, should I buy something? Like, what's up? And he's like, nah, like, you rap, you produce. I'm like, nah, I don't, like, I don't do none of that. I ain't gonna tell my like. I rapped before at that point, but I'm like, nah, I'm not a rapper. I didn't consider myself a rapper, mm-hmm. right? Open it up, but ended up being he's the guy. He does all of my artwork now. But that's the first day I met him. He's like, yo, if you're gonna be out here, you should you should do something. I'm like, you know what? You're right. And then like, I, in my head, it happened like the next day, but probably like a couple of days later, I got fired from my job, and that's when I wrote my first rap that would start who Dallasan is, who Dallasan done is now.
0: That's dope. So. I mean, I don't know if I wanna, if you would want to give like all the credit to this dude, but do you feel like he kind of put the the battery in your back to do something with it?
2: Yeah, I think it was one of those things where it was like a snowball effect, cause right. from that conversation, it like kind of planted the seed in my head, and then whatever happened with the job I was at, I got fired, so I'm like, y'all got this time, I'm gonna just write a rap, and then now ended up being the first rap that I recorded in Jersey that ended up starting my career now. So I, I'll give, I'll give him the benefit of like playing the seed and right even, even better we we still work together now you know what I'm saying like every animation uh illustrated art that I have that I ever put out he makes it and he still makes
0: Yeah it. I've I've seen those on on your IG the clean the like the, the headshots and whatnot right
2: yeah 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 those are fire. Thank you. Shout shout out to Liam man he does great work.
0: So what was that 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 first song you were saying when you when you got fired from that job. What were you like what was it that inspired you to make that song that day? What's it about?
2: I don't remember the whole the whole thing, but I know it was a um it was a beat that I found on YouTube and it was a, like a soul sample and the song the song was called Confess. So uh, I know it started off like and I might as well confess, doom confess, and then I was just going crazy. I remember it's like, first off, I don't fuck with you niggas, shit, I don't even say what up to you niggas, <laughs> playing on my downfall, like there was no gravity, and then I was, just, I was just going crazy, it was just like, probably 32 bars of just rapping, no hook, no nothing, just rapping.
0: You just felt like talking your shit, yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and that's pretty much how I create that, where it's like, I don't try to go in and like, well, I gotta make this kind of song for this kind of reason, it's kind of like, whatever, whatever the beat is calling for, that's kind of what I deliver.
0: No, I feel that for sure. So, would you say like, like with that right there, your your like creative process for just making music is you find like a a beat that you're into. Or maybe I don't know if you got like producer that you work with, and you just you get inspired by the 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 beat and you just start writing from there.
2: It varies, to be honest. Like I I tried to have like a um like a steady format of how I create, but it's just always different every time. I try not to like conform myself to one thing because once you get too comfortable, then it's kind of like, well, if I'm not in that comfort zone, then I can't create. So I I never try to depend on like one way to do it. So, like, some days I just smoke and get high and just go right. Other days I gotta like meditate, light some candles maybe. Sometimes I might just play a beat over and over and, and write what's based off of like the title of the beat that I got. It's just like, a bunch of different formats. And I think that gives me like an upper hand because although I have a a certain sound, but none of the songs sounded like, like I've probably released over 50 songs by now and you can't tell me two songs that sounded like in my catalog.
1: Totally, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was noticing that when I was listening to your stuff, at least what's on streaming. And I think that's a really cool sort of thing for any artist to do. Especially, you know, a rapper, because I feel like a lot of times rappers are in some ways pressured to, you know, just fit a certain sound or deliver the same sound or talk about the same thing, you know, or rap over the same type of beat, you know, and I feel like I I can imagine as as a creator, as a musician, you know, if you feel yourself getting sort of pigeonholed in that way, it can feel very sort of limiting. and narrow you know
2: yeah for sure for sure that's why i try to like um just speak about my personal i guess trials and tribulations of what goes on in my life you know i try to like keep my stories in the rap, so it's like i'll never run out of things to talk about because i'm really just talking about my life and situations that i've gone through or that i know someone personally went through you know what i'm saying so it's all personal to me but it's like it matches with who I am as a person and my character so it just all makes sense to get all together
0: do you feel like that's something that you always kind of want in your music just like put in who you are and like your genuine self like into your songs
2: yeah for sure definitely bro and, and like recently I had like a um like a revelation kind of where I'm like even if I never like make it to like a superstar status as long as I'm honest with myself and people relate to that, I'm good money. You know what I'm saying? I, I, Cause I, n- I never like try to gimmick or try to like, try to yeah. follow a trend. It, it's just, I'm just doing what, what I do. You know what I'm saying? It, I'm just thankful that, that people relate to it and you know, they gravitate to what I got to say. You know what I'm saying? But yeah,
0: I'm, I mean, I think that's like the best artist and that's like the, the best music you make too. When you kind of just like making it for yourself and if like, the people like you said gravitate towards it and connect with it then like you know you just go from there and it's good but you're never like feeling like oh I gotta if I if I wanna pop I gotta like switch to this type of sound or whatever.
2: Yeah. That 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 shit lags to me. But like I said I am I'm, I'm just doing I'm just doing done really when it when it comes to to the rapping. It's really no pressure. I, I know I was um I know earlier this year I had like a um a thought in my head like kind of like well I, I gotta start moving like this. You know what unit you know is? Social media creates that kind of like urgency in some artists. Like, yo, I gotta make this kind of music because this is what people no. are producing. This this is what, this is what's hot right now. And I remember I'm on Instagram and I'm just scrolling just to scroll. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like what am I looking for right now? Like I've literally scrolled I've been on this shit for like five minutes already straight just looking at random shit. So I'm like, you know what? Every day that I find myself just doing this, I got to pick up a pen and write something. Like, instead of scrolling on Instagram, go write a rap or go send an email. Like, go do something that's going to, like, push what you want to do a little bit further. And doing that, like, just taking those little steps helped me, like, get this thought in my mind that as long as I'm doing what I have to do for me and not go out of my way to, like, go on Instagram and try to find some inspiration or wait for the the motivation to write and I just do it. It just comes like it's just just flowing out, like creativity is just flowing.
0: Yeah, I feel like sometimes like going on to you know the social media to find inspiration or maybe just like distract yourself a bit, it can end up being like the the opposite of what you want. And if anything, you end up getting more like deterred from even wanting to create anything because you're seeing like oh so and so is like already making these moves and like I'm not there yet, and it kind of just like brings you down instead of like you know lifting you up and getting you inspired to go so sometimes it's better to just like you say kind of just get off of there and do your own thing and move that way
2: live your life man get off of social media right if you don't need to be on it you know what i'm saying i i, I give credit to it but if you don't need to be on it it's no there's no no need to be on it straight up
1: that's a fact yeah and i feel like it's even kind of flex you know as perhaps an emerging artist or even just as a person our age in general to not really be as tapped in with it as many people are. You know, I feel like obviously I'm sure you realize this as an artist and a creator, but like it is sort of a necessary evil in some ways for promotion and, you know, getting your sound out there and everything like that. But yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying. And I feel like that's something that's come up in a lot of episodes. You know, the one we just did this past Saturday, we were talking about that a lot. You know, it's like when you're allowing that to influence sort of, you know, your vibe and your output, I feel like you've got to think about, okay, am I staying true to myself and my sound? Or am I just kind of like keeping up with the Joneses, you know?
2: Right, exactly. Exactly. And I, I, I want to say a couple weeks ago when Instagram was shut down, I remember I was on Twitter, like, just real quick, scrolling through, and I seen somebody, like, actually, I seen a lot of people, like, yo, Instagram down, Instagram down. And they just, like, losing their shit. And I'm just like, you know what? Let me just get off of, like, social media for the day. And I just went about my day. I had a real good day that day, too. I remember I didn't go on Twitter for, like, I didn't even check my phone for, like, three days after that. And then once it was back up, I'm, like, checking my messages and people were, like, yo, um, Instagram was down. I was trying to contact you or whatever. I'm like, it must have not been that important if you ain't called me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs>
1: That's a fact,
0: yeah. You
2: really didn't need to talk to me that bad.
0: Nah, that's real. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, on, I was on Twitter that day, too. And, yeah, people were bugging out that, like, you know, Instagram and Facebook was down. I was seeing, like, a whole... There was, like, a thread from this whole, like, music industry person talking about, like, you know, if you're an artist that you ain't got a website... And you just depending on Instagram like you fucking up, like Yeah. <laughs> it was a whole it was a whole thing that day. But yeah, bro, so like getting into into some of these like projects that you put out in the past year, like one bad day and hand to hand demo. I know you you say that usually with the with the music, you kinda just like let it flow and you don't really go into it with any sort of, you know, set theme or anything. But when you were putting those like albums together were you was there a concept in mind, or was it kind of just you doing what you do?
2: uh definitely, it was a concept with the uh the first two, so the first one I ever released is it's a a six song e p called Sign Language. I put that out in two thousand eighteen, and that was kind of like, all right, so I'm gonna break it down in my mind before I even put out any um like projects, I'm like I want them to all have concepts and different meanings, you know sound different and all of that i'm a I'm like a, a deep thinker some some sort of some sort. So sign language was supposed to be like the introduction of who dollar sign Den is. you know what I'm saying? Like if I can't express myself through words, I'm going to do it with rap. That was like the the premises of that project. That was my first one in 2018. And then after sign language, um, I did a joint project called Summertime in Jersey with another artist. It's pretty cool. That was just, us just, I was just rapping like flex rats for like 35 minutes. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Then, um, then one bad day came out in 2020. But one bad day, that was like, um, that was like one of those projects that I really made for myself, to be honest, because it was like one of those things where uh, Corona just hit. I'm just kind of like in the house, you know, when that quarantine first hit, like, yo, they was like, yo, you can't go outside, can't go to the store, can't go to the park. And the first couple of days, I'm like, nah, this is cool. And then after a week, two weeks, I'm like, damn, now nah, that shit is real. Like, this is like crazy right now yeah so um i had my own studio at the time so i would go to the studio and like work on music and i'm kind of like yo this 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 makes me feel good right now with all this shit going on making music makes me feel good right now makes me feel the best right now so i'm like damn i I should make a project you know i had the title already called one bad day i already knew that was going to be the title i knew the logo was going to be the bear and, the, you know, the, the color blue, that's like a um, a mood color, you know, blue represents like sadness or like, you know, being blue. So I structured it to be like something you would listen to when you're having a bad day. You know what I'm saying? Like you listen mm. to a song and it's seven songs for seven days of the week, a Monday through a Monday through a Sunday. Like any given day, I, you could have a different emotion, a different feeling. You know what I'm saying? No day is the same. And that's how I tried to structure the project. So, I would say, listen, listen back to it or listen to it in terms of like a week, like how how a week will go, a Monday through a Sunday. you you're gonna you're gonna dig it after you listen to it like that.
0: yeah, i like I like that concept. I didn't even pick up on that, but I think that's fire. Is it like, is it in order? Is like each song going with like each day, or is it kind of just like whatever you want to fit it with?
2: whatever you want to fit it with, to be honest, because any because any day could be like, like some days a Wednesday might feel like a Sunday, you feel me? Right, right. Tuesday might be a Friday. Some days you might have two Saturdays in a row.
0: That's true. That's dope.
1: Uh, yeah, I love that. It, I really think it's dope whenever any sort of artist or, you know, musician has like a concept like that, especially, you know, the concept you just described where it's not like some overarching narrative, but just kind of looking through the same or rather looking through a different lens but kind of the same central idea and kind of exploring it in different ways like uh, i think that's super dope
2: All Right, thank you man i appreciate it at the end of the day i look at obviously rap is um a, a genre of music but it's also like an art form you know what i'm saying it, it's also evokes it, it like it's an art form that kind of like evokes emotion and like it it touches your senses. You know what I'm saying? Like when you listen to music, it hits your ears. If you can visualize it, it touches your eyes. That's two of your senses right there. So if you can hit somebody with two senses while they're listening to your music and it kind of relates to them, you can't lose.
1: Totally. Yeah. And, And like you were talking about with your eyes and the visuals, you know, something I was thinking about asking before we hopped on was just, your approach to the visuals and mentioned earlier, you had a chance encounter with your friend who now does all your visuals, all your covers and stuff, because I really think the cover art that you've been working with is super dope, you know? And it's like, you see like some similarities between projects and singles or whatever, but also just a wide range of different stuff. So what's that sort of collaboration like, you know, is it a lot of like, Just you guys shooting ideas back and forth, or is it like, you know, one of one of y'all has like, oh, I got idea for this project and oh that sounds dope and, you know, how do you kinda speak to the the listeners' eyes like you just mentioned?
2: Prior to like the last couple ones we did, like prior to the faces, um, it would be like I I would literally draw out a sketch or I will make it as descriptive as possible. And let him just take it from there you know what i'm saying like for um the one bad day cover for instance how it was the bear with right. the cut over it, i actually like drew that out i'm no shape or form like a, a artist that can draw but i drew it like it's shitty it's bad but he took it from there and he knew what i was trying to do and he brought it to life mm-hmm. and that's usually how most of our, our that's how our collaborations work but um the last ones i kind of gave him like full creative control that's what we're working on now i'm kind of like giving him the reins because we worked with each other long enough where it's kind of like i trust his work so i'm gonna start letting him like i'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the songs i'm gonna tell him kind of what i have in mind if i if i wanted a certain way i'll like you know point him in a direction and just let him take it from there and that's how the artwork goes but in terms of like other things like videos photo shoots i like to be in control somewhat but i, I wouldn't mind if someone has their own di- uh, own ideas as well but i like to keep it like on brand with me, you know what I'm saying? Because when you collaborate with other people, sometimes they they have a vision of you in their head that's not quite who you are or what's up with your brand. You know what I'm saying? So you don't ever want someone else to control your narrative of how you want to look. Obviously, right. you know, I like trusting them, but for the most part, I'm gonna say I tr- I don't trust people, but I trust my vision more than others. So I, I kind of like you know spearhead a lot of my creativity, but I give people leeway to add on or, or um, have their input, you know what I'm saying? It's not like a dictatorship, but for the most part, I, I, I you know,
1: I point nah, out. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, you're running the point. And I feel like that's honestly important for any sort of artist, creator who's trying to get their vision and their message across, because it's like, yeah, of course, you know, you want to have a strong feeling about what you're putting out, of course, you know, because it's like your baby in a way. But I think it's a beautiful thing that, yeah, like, you can hand dude, like, a sketch, you know, and be like, hey, this is kind of what I'm thinking, and give him the music, and then he's like, okay, you know, all right, I'm listening to it, I'm seeing where you're coming from, like, you're kind of thinking of this visual, and let me just, yeah, bring it to life, kind of. You know, I think that's really dope.
2: Yeah, exactly. That, that's pretty much exactly how our conversations go. Or or if you, if I say something like, yo, we we'll do it this way, he's he would, like save is like a artistic reason why it wouldn't work he will tell me like yo this won't work but it'll probably work this way you feel me so it, it, our collaborations work smooth because the communication is there you feel me
1: that's fire yeah yeah totally because it's like yeah i mean i think it's kind of clear when it's like okay you know whatever this artist this group this you know vocalist whatever put out this project And the cover art kind of just looks like they just slapped whatever on there. Or they just were trying to, you know, fit the mold of something else, you know?
2: I can't tell you how many times I've seen, like, good artists with terrible artwork. And it kind of, like, irks me. Like,
0: Man. Yeah. Even this year, can we just talk about,
1: like, Drake's album cover, bro? I was like, what the hell? (laughs) I kind of thought that was fire. I might be in the minority. But I kind of like that, you know?
0: I mean, like, I get what he was going for. But, like, yo, we just putting emojis on covers now? Like.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This reason it wasn't that good, but the marketing was crazy. Bro, every brand in the world
1: recreated. that's true.
2: I'm sure that was the main reason.
1: That's That's true. true. Yeah, that's a really good point. I I would not be surprised if that was the driving reason behind that at all.
2: That's a different type of, like, superstar status, where he had literally companies marketing his album for him. Think about that for a second.
1: For free. For yeah, free.
2: For free. free. Audi- oh, I mean, for- you probably throw them like a little bag, but.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. But but in terms of, yeah, the like, overall social- unit. Like yeah. One on marketing. Totally. Totally. Exactly right. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like, you know, I feel like visuals are such a cool way, you know, from cover art, videos, live performances, everything like that, to really sort of. I don't know, really bring, like, the music to
2: life in it, a way, yeah. you know? Real. Like, because it, it, if not, it's, it's just audio. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing right. wrong with audio, but if you can see it, if you can feel it, if you can, like, identify it within, like, oh, shit, I know that place. I drove past there before. Or you come to a live show and I'm like, yo, I heard this song, but it sounds better live. Like, that makes it real. To me, at least.
0: Yeah, like, Brian, like you were saying, like, it really it brings a song to life when you have visuals or you know just anything like that tied to it because people get more of like the full picture of what you're trying to like put out there because if like if every song or album you put out it is just like a you know a solid color background with like the title on it like that's not really telling people anything but if you put these actual pieces of art together it gives a whole nother you know layer to the song yeah
2: for sure that's probably one of the the most like, out of everything, obviously, writing and creating is fun, but coming up with the art, like, putting it together for, like, marketing, all of that is, like, very fun to me. I find joy in that.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, that's kind of, like, what separates, you know, some of the artists that are really more, like, you can tell that they're diving into the work from, like, the people that kind of just, you know, push out songs, but don't really think about how they're going to drive it after that like you can separate the two when you see like oh this person actually put some thought into like what they're gonna put on this cover
2: yeah it's it's not easy though and i I read something along the lines of like some artists are just like strictly artists and some Mm. you know if they have to take on a business role they have to but like it's okay if you're not one or the other like i know some people that's like super ill at, at rapping but they have like no idea where to start with marketing right i know people that are probably good at marketing but the music isn't good you know what i'm saying so if you're not yeah local, on. yeah that's true but be like that sometime
0: so with the like the the three like most recent you know singles you put out you got the the faces kind of like in all these different tones is all of that like being tied into like an upcoming project or is that kind of just like a little run you're doing right now
2: yeah, that that was a little run. Actually, those three songs was gonna be a three song EP, mm. and instead of putting them out as one uh, package, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna re- release a song every month. So that, that's that's what that was, and I'm just finding like new ways to to put out music. You know what I'm saying? I'm just testing like how do how will people react if I just put out a single with my face on it? And it was a good react, like good response to it. So I'm like, all right, my next one, let me try to do something else. Um, I'm gonna drop something next week. Is gonna be a different way of me putting music out, but it's it's always the same quality uh, content. So I think it that's that's what uh, that's what helps it get across to people because it's still quality. You know what I'm saying? No matter how I put it out, it always gets to where it has to go. But um, to answer your question, no, those three songs were just just Lucy's to put out for the summer.
0: Okay, yeah, I feel that. Low key gives me a little like a okay, like a Andy Warhol vibe.
2: Oh, okay. that's, that's dope. You know, what's funny. <laughs> Like the covers that I put out, you know, I'll put out one color, but he sent yeah. me like four each. So, like,
0: yeah, I see you got like the on your IG, you got like all the different colors for each yeah, one.
2: Yeah, he sent it to me, like, yo, whatever color you want, I could like mix and match them like that. And he just sent them, like, yo, this is crazy. I'm actually yeah, gonna like, um, print it out and put them on my wall. That'd be dope. Or I told him to make some prints. If he don't do it, I'm gonna do it.
0: That'd even be dope. It's like low key, like some merch or something.
2: Yeah, I got stickers coming out, you know, with just with my face on it. I'm going to just plaster it all mm. around, try to see uh-huh. some t-shirts.
0: Yeah, that's dope. That's tough. You just said something about, like, the next song you got coming up. You're kind of, like, approaching it in a new way of releasing it. Is that, like, something you're always trying to think of? Like, new creative ways to, like, drop content?
2: yeah. Because like I said before, I, I don't want to get like comfortable doing one way, then it gets taken away. And now it's like, damn, what am going to do now? So as long as I keep experimenting with different things and keep finding new ways to get my music out, I think it'll, it'll, because, you know, it's still music being put out, but it becomes fresh to, like, say someone's been following me since I started rapping. It's kind of like, yo, every time he drops music, it's coming out in a different way. So think, I, I try to think about how would they feel seeing that. Cause you know it'll get boring. You just keep some oh new new music out, new music out, and it's just like yeah. a picture of the cover art. Then it's like, what the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> right. It feels like kind of less of an event at that yeah, point, yeah. or maybe maybe not event, but less of a real like fully developed. You know, a word we've been using a lot tonight, vision. You know.
2: Yeah. It, it just it just becomes like a post. Like you know they might double tap and give you fire emojis and, and go about that. right. Episode. Yeah. But if it looks wow. interesting, and it's like, well, like, say if I just put out um another face, how I did the last three releases. I mean, I'm sure people will tap into it, but it won't be as, like, surprising or, like, intriguing as, like, what yeah, is it? Yeah, they
0: will be expecting it, yeah.
2: Exactly, exactly. Gotta keep them on their toes.
0: Do you have any, like, like, out of all the different type of, like, releases you've done and, like, new ways to do them, is there one that, like, stands out to you that you were really proud of?
2: I would say one bad day, just the project rollout. Like I dropped it in August and from August to December, I had just like a whole plan to roll out. And I I think it went beautifully. The only thing that probably like threw a wrench in it was not being able to perform it live how I wanted to. Nah,
0: no, I feel that. I dropped the, I dropped like a little EP last year too. And I went through the same thing where I was like looking forward to performing it. And it was like, you know you couldn't do nothing unless you were doing like ig live things but
2: yeah I, I did one of those too like early early in the year before it became like the standard it turned yeah. out pretty good turned out real, real, really good actually but i'm like this this is like this doesn't compare to performing live right right
1: so have you on that note on that note, have you performed live before? You know, what if so? What's that like? And if not, you know, what are you sort of envisioning for that step?
2: Yeah, uh, I pref- have I like prior to COVID, or are you talking about in general?
1: Oh, just just in general, you know, oh, lifetime.
2: Like before, I even had a catalog of songs to perform. I was like doing open mics.
1: Man,
0: he was in the in the music videos performing when he was like four, bro.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's a fact.
1: That's a fact. And we're we're going back on YouTube, and we're looking for that. <laughs> but yeah. but that's awesome, man. So open mic, like, were you just going acapella, or what like, was that like?
2: Like, um, you know how before I said I I put out the the, the song Confess. So around that time, like every like every month, I every I'll say every three months, I will put out another song on SoundCloud. So like once I had like enough songs where I can like at least perform two songs. I went to Jersey City, because that's where like the hip-hop little underground scene was. I found a dude that I was putting together to open mics. You know, I introduced myself. I'm like, yo, like whenever you do the next one, however I can perform, just let me know. I would love to be a part of it. And he was like, yo, I'm doing one next week, whatever. And he's like, yo, come through a perform. I did a song. I'm like, yo, this is dope. You know, he's like, yo, your music is dope. And then I'll ask him again, like, whenever it's the next one, let me know. He's like, yo, we're going to do no do one next month. I'm like, all right. So I made sure I had a, another song to do. That following month, sometimes I would perform like unreleased songs, just over instrumentals with like, no vocals, and then once I became like kind of a household name quote unquote where I can invite people out to my shows and people will want to come see me by that time, I had like enough songs to do a five song set, you know what I'm saying, and at that time, my man's was rapping too, so he will bring me out on his shows I'll bring him out on my shows, so it became like a thing where I'm always kind of performing in some form or fashion, whether it be one song or a whole set. So by the time, time, like, I guess like 2018, around that time, that's when I became like, all right, I can do shows. I can do shows now. So since I right. since right. start, I've, I've, rapped, I've, I've done probably more than 25 shows.
0: Hmm. Not were you kind of like, you were saying right there with the open mics, you were like, oh, there's another one next month. Let me get another song. Was that kind of like? But so the performance is kind of pushing you to, like, keep creating and having new stuff?
2: Um, It, it went hand-to-hand because hand it was like, all right, I put out a song on the internet. Around that time, it'll be like, that would be like SoundCloud when SoundCloud was at its peak. So, you know, mm-hmm. SoundCloud playlists are picking it up. Pages are picking it up. blogs are picking it up. And then people that are following me that, like, see me perform, like, yo, this is dope. And, I you know, I invite them out to the open mic. We gonna be performing it here. And then it became like, okay, well, I just heard this song on SoundCloud. He's performing it now I like this song. You know what I'm saying? It became one of those. Right. And um, actually, you asked me earlier about the hand-to-hand demo. All of those songs were songs that I originally released on SoundCloud where I first started. And those were the songs I was performing on, at Open Mics.
0: Mm. Oh, so those are like oldies that you brought back?
2: Yeah, those are all singles. Like, that wasn't okay. supposed to be a thing, like a project. They were all, all those songs I released, I think, in one year.
0: That's fine. So now that like, now this stuff is, you know, back open and people performing again. You've been, like, getting any shows or preparing any music to be, like, hitting these these concerts up?
2: Yeah, I actually, um, I did a show in July out in Chicago. My first time out there, actually. And that was my first show since COVID. So that was, like, major for me. Because Chicago was one of my top cities. You know, on streaming, you could see your analytics. Right. And, and Chicago is one of my top three cities to perform, Um, like, that streams my music. So to go out there and perform... My first time since COVID was, like, major for me. But um, since then, I kind of had to readjust my game plan and and see, like, I'm at a point now where I can kind of, like, deny certain shows, you know? When, let me not say mm. deny, but I can, like, turn down certain, like, shows, like, that don't match my brand, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not saying I'm too big for anything, but an open mic is kind of, like, not my vibe, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Certain shows, kind of, like, if I know it's not for me, I, I don't really have to go out my way for it. So with that being said, I'm kind of like adjusting my my game plan to be prepared for when I get that call to open up for a major artist. I'm ready, you know what I'm saying? Lock and loaded. Matter of fact, early uh, yesterday I was on the phone setting up something. Uh, I don't want to speak on it too much, but <laughs> I had to like, I, like I don't have no management, no representative. I represent myself, so I'm like on the phone as if I'm representing my. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they don't know they are talking to Dollar Sign Done, but the way
1: talking, <laughs> you're like, you're like. Hold on, let me pass the phone to my agent. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Yeah yo, the yeah, yo, you gotta play the game. How it's supposed to be played, man. You know what I'm fact. saying? Like, That's a huge fact. Yeah. Or, but but yeah, bro, I'm, I'm getting ready for shows. I got something lined up. Music as well. Um, yeah, bro, I don't want to get like too excited because I start talking about this shit all day. But <laughs> I got some shit in the works.
1: Hey, hey, I mean, you know, whatever you're able to, whatever you're able to spill, you know, just let us know. You know, obviously, we know you got some stuff under wraps, but I feel like that's a beautiful thing. You know, it's like it's always awesome when you've got something out recently. Like you said, summer songs, you know, you've got a couple releases out recently, but also got something in the chamber, you know, for the next couple months or, or whenever you're planning on that timeline.
2: Yeah, it just feels good to be prepared, especially like I find myself. Having to like use different parts of my brain where I like some some modes I gotta get in rap mode and just create. And in other modes I had to be the executive. You know what I'm saying? I gotta book the shows, I gotta get placements. I gotta make sure that I'm getting in front of the right people. And that that's like a different creative mind. You know what I'm saying? So I, I had to separate when it's time for me to rap and like create music, then I strictly gotta do that. But when it's time to be the executive, I strictly gotta do that. And just finding that balance helps me. Stay like two steps ahead of myself, in, in a certain sense, where I have a strategy to just keep myself going without like stepping on my toes. Like, say I miss an email because I'm writing a rap, that's kind of counterproductive. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I miss a phone call. Like, oh, I coulda, I coulda made that play right there to couple, get a couple dollars, but I'm just bullshitting. So just being on top of myself is kind of helping me get ahead, like further ahead yeah what's that what's that
0: balance like for you because i feel like a lot of people that you know aren't in the music scene maybe think that you know if an artist isn't you know putting out songs enough or something that they're just like slacking and that you know like what's going on but a lot of people in the beginning you know they got to be working every role for themselves like you said you got to be like manager agent artist like what's that balance like for you
2: it's more so being able to to pinpoint what you have to do. Because you can run around all day doing something, but if it's not productive, you know what I'm saying? How they say, like, it's, uh, I think it's like a term being, like, a bad busy. Like, you know, people could be busy, but if they're not doing what the fuck they supposed to be doing, then that busy means nothing. So as long as you're, like, doing the right thing. So, like, you ask, um, the balance is, like, really just making sure I know what I'm doing. Like, I have a purpose in doing something. You feel me? Like, I can mm-hmm. go outside, say, like, uh, last, last week, last Thursday, yeah, it might have been last Thursday, I went to a show in the city, I went to go see somebody, but I ended up running into the person that put together the show, and we, we had, like, a relationship in the past, you know what I'm saying, so it was kind of like, I didn't just come out here just to, you know, obviously, I went to go enjoy the show, but I kind of made connections, and then I ran into somebody that put on the show, so in the future, we might have something going on, so that busy wasn't just, like, a busy, I could say uh, I'm busy doing something. Like, I actually made something happen that night. Right. Just to give an example of, like, how how to keep the balance. Where I could have stayed, like, it was one point where I'm like, yo, I just said to stay home. <laughs> and then, you know, I made something happen. I got some connections. I met a, a writer. I met a director. You know what I mean? I, I met people, so it was like a networking thing. Whereas maybe sometimes you're not in the mood to go network. you just home watching that. Net- like, I'm I'm in the crib watch, right now watching Seinfeld but I'm doing this as well. So, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right, right. So I'm busy, but I'm busy doing something.
1: Totally, yeah. And I feel like that's a good distinction to have, you know, especially as you're, you know, navigating, like, work, other responsibilities, and then sort of, you know, trying to grow as an artist. Because I feel like one of the things that just personally, you know, as a working person myself, is frustrating for me is, like, When I can tell at the end of the day, okay, you know, I'm done with my day, but did I really use my time as effectively as I could have, you know?
2: Yeah, time is important, man. I I had to learn that. The hard
1: way. It's totally, totally. And it's like something I've talked about with my older brother a lot is like, you know, you can't swing the pendulum too far to the one side of the like militant. Like I need to make sure every minute of every day is efficient and productive and whatever it's like, no, you need to give yourself that time for like, okay, I'm just gonna chill and I'm just gonna burn one, you know, or I'm just gonna kick back, whatever, like, I'm just gonna block that time off. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you know, you need to block off other time to make sure that, at the end of the day, I'm going to be in a place where I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I, I I did something good today. I did something I can build on tomorrow, you know?
2: Yeah, no, I get that 100%. I, I would say maybe about three years ago, I started writing, like, literally my daily, weekly, monthly, like, whatever I had to do, whether it was, like, the smallest thing down to, like, doing laundry that day. To like big things, to like I gotta go do this show, I gotta go do this interview, I gotta go take this trip. But I write everything on the calendar, and I might have been doing this for three years now. When I say it just helps me like so much, but not only just keeping things structured, but then at the end of like when the calendar's finished and I gotta throw it away, and I go and look back and look at all the shit I did, it feels good. Like yo, I actually been doing like my progress is not lucky. I'm actually taking steps to get to certain points. You know what I'm saying? So. Time management is a very important, very important piece to my puzzle. I, I would say that straight out.
1: Fact, yeah, because it's like one of the biggest things that, you know, personally I've been realizing and, you know, I feel like it's important for everybody to realize. It's like to an extent you got to just reach out and grab it. You know what I mean? Like nobody really is going to show up at your door and say, Hey, you know, I've got this dope beat that you can spit on, you know, and I've got the setup all ready to go right here, you know.
2: Yeah, now you definitely Um, go after it.
1: And it's like it's it's kind of a balance, like, you know, you gotta you've gotta provide that foundation, you've gotta go for it. And then also open yourself up to opportunities, like you said, you know, meeting people randomly, going to the coffee shops, making connections, like that's such a huge part of it too, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like if you're able to kind of chop up that time well, then you know, I, I think it's just gonna be a good thing, you know, long term with whatever you're trying
2: to do. Definitely, definitely. And I even like, I started to look in like my 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 intuition. Like, what does it feel like? I need to do. Like, if I get a thought to like, yo, send the email, like before I'm be like, nah, I won't do it. Trying to overthink it. But now as soon as I get a thought, I just do this shit. Get it out the way. You know what I'm saying? Cause your inner self is not gonna lie to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's just certain things where you have to like be be wary of like why certain why. Like I believe in the universe, you know what I'm saying? I think everything happens for a reason. So when I get thought right. or I come across something that inspires me to do something, even if it's just a quick thought, I just act on it. Cause you never know what's gonna come out of that.
1: It's like, yeah, keeping yourself open
2: to that. Yeah, straight up. Because what's the worst that can happen? I mean, unless it's like some crazy shit where it's like, yo, drop <laughs> this, this bridge real quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro, I know you were saying you kind of still trying to keep it under wraps, which you got coming next. But is there any sort of maybe just single or like album or whatever in the works? So you kind of all just trying to keep it on the hush.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, next next monday yeah next monday i'm putting out two songs um i might do three like i might put out two songs on monday and then drop another song on friday like a surprise song i did that um i put out like a a surprise record last not last but like the second release that i did with the um with the covers with the faces the second one was just like a surprise release where i just put it Mm out you know people that follow me on spotify they get the notification so that was kind of like a, a treat for them because they got the notification directly. And I guess they went and checked and see if I um like if I promoted it and it kind of like, yo, this song is fire. Uh, somebody told me like, yo, this is like a secret because I feel like I didn't see you promote it, but it came directly to my Spotify. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use that again. So I might drop a surprise song Friday. I think that's Halloween weekend too. It fits the theme, so that, that'll be a good look. Uh, gonna...
1: Next week, next week, yeah.
2: Next, week, next Friday, next Friday, 30th. Yeah, I, I just got songs. I've been writing a lot lately, to be honest. Um, What I did last December, like for 30 days straight, I just wrote a verse every day. Like, no matter if the beat was whack or if I didn't feel like writing, I wrote for 30 days straight. And when I tell you the music that came out of that was Chef's Kiss, like, so good. So I'm I'm going to try to do that. this. Actually, I've am i I'm been trying to do it now, getting in the habit of writing every day, but... I'm trying to do other things as well, so I say like every other day I write something. But the music is crazy; it's flowing out. So I'm thinking about putting together like a, just a little EP for November. Let's see how that how that comes together. But um, for the most part, I just have music that I just record, put together. I'm trying not to overthink things, guys. I, I do that a lot, but I want to get mm. to the point where I can just like write, record, put it out, have like a quick turnaround time. So I'm right. still trying to find that format because I overthink so you- it a lot.
0: So you kinda of just sitting on a lot of gems right now and just deciding like when you gonna push them out?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Like when I'm when I'm gonna put them out. Or like if I wanna get a feature on it, or how how I should really it's how I should put it out is the biggest thing for me, because right. I like projects, but then I'd be advised sometimes that yo, it's cool to just put out a single. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like projects. You know what I'm saying? Like how I broke down the sign language in the one bad day. I want my next one to, to be in that vein of like a concept. Like it means something. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want to put songs together and put them out. Even though there's nothing wrong with that, but I just want to do it how I want to do it. Because, you know, I can do what I want. So if you could do what you want, why wouldn't you want it to be done your way?
1: That's a fact. Yeah. And, and just quickly, I just love what you were saying about like, I'm just going to commit to writing something every day even if i'm not feeling it even if i don't i'm not in the mood whatever you know even if i had a shitty day that's some real like drive you know drive and strive to like grow as an artist and i'm hyped for this next ep or this next uh you know single or or whatever you decide to release
2: yeah i'm gonna take that it it now it's fire
1: i <laughs> i believe it i believe yeah, it I we mean, believe you know it sure. we believe it because you know we're fucking with everything you've got released currently you know and i don't know just the approach is is different like i think that's a really awesome approach you know where it's like look this is my craft i'm gonna commit x time to it and then maybe everything will be crap maybe i'll find some gems in there you know what i mean it's like just put the pen to paper and see what happens.
2: Yeah, straight up. And I, I, I've convinced myself that I, I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a decent rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when, <laughs> I, when I write and then, I, And I create. Yeah, and I create this shit. I'm kind of like, nothing I put out is gonna be whack. unless it's like some like absolute bullshit. But I I I read something in a book and it was like, artists like. I, they, I don't think they were talking about musicians, but really like painters or how, however you create, they don't create and say like, well, this is has to be the greatest shit ever. They just create. So that's how I approach my raps. Like, yo, this don't got to be the greatest shit ever. It just has to be. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I don't get to decide that because I have songs that I thought was ill and some people might not really like it that much. And I got records that I thought weren't that good, but people love them. So it's kind of like, yo, I don't dictate what other people feel about the music all I gotta do is make it. So that's how I'm kind of approaching these next uh, records. Actually, I wanna incorporate that into my creative process. And I think that'll help my format, like my turnaround time be faster and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think that's a smart approach to it. Cause if you do try to go into it, like, all right, I'm gonna make like the best song I ever wrote today. Like if you try to do that every time, you're just gonna like overwhelm yourself with trying to live up to that standard.
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely, and and that'll, like, kill your creativity because it's like, well, now, why are you making this? Are you making this because you're trying to hit it, get a hit record? Which, you know, right. is not wrong with that, but if that's your sole purpose, then your drive is going to be, like, motivated in, in the wrong, for the wrong reason. Like, I always tell myself, like, if I never make another dollar off rap, I'll still do this shit because that's how much I, I like it. That's, like, it makes me feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a totally. output.
1: Totally, and it's like... You know, I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is random, but it just came into my head that Q-tip line from Vibrant thing. You know, I'm a rapper for real. You would catch me in the cypher if I didn't cop a deal. Uh. you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the type of thing that, you know, I really, as a listener, you know, I, I hear that through the music and. Yeah, it's like nothing wrong with trying to make a hit record and trying to make a song that people can dance to and stuff like that. But it's like you don't want to try and completely change up your flow, change up your style only for the sake of what's something I can get on the charts. You know, obviously it's like great to do different stuff, try out different sounds, different beats, whatever. But if your motivation is what's the thing that will work in sort of the radio algorithm then yeah i feel like that's a way that a lot of artists can get lost
2: and people notice that shit too like I, they could feel totally it. totally it genuine with it where it's being forced and it's not really you and that's and i and i think that's where the quote-unquote selling your soul term comes from because it's not yo. you're not doing this because you in it for the right reason you're just doing it because you want to hit song or because you you're trying to get a certain placement, or you're trying to get someone, a certain person to notice you. You ain't doing it for the right reasons if that's the case. And I'm trying to stay, like, far away from that.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's, like, a... You can notice it kind of off-rip once, like, an artist is doing something that, like, is just not their sound or whatever, and you can tell it, like, doesn't sound authentic to them. It's really just, you know, chasing the check or the, the, the hit. So it's always better... Like you said, to just do the music for yourself, and like if the people come to it, they do. But don't start trying to like pander to to sounds or audiences just so that you gain more attraction, because eventually it probably won't work out.
2: Yeah, straight up. Like I remember I was in a studio one time, and somebody asked like, "Yo, um, like will you ever make like a trap record?" And I'm like, I won't say I never will, but why like I, I don't have to you know what i'm saying right. like, I, i've rapped on those kind of, those kind of beats before but it don't hit the same <laughs> like like the shit that i make now you know what i'm saying
1: right and like, it's like you should never feel like like exactly like you said i've rapped on those type of beats before and i'm not opposed to those type of beats but it's like i feel like the motivation shouldn't be like oh let me make a trap record or let me make a drill record or let me do whatever you know.
2: Yeah, straight up, gotta stay true to yourself.
1: That's a fact, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, this has been a dope convo. You know, you got you got some heat on the way. We'll be we'll be watching that. We'll be looking out for uh, everybody listening at home. Check out Dollar Sign Dunn on IG. But we, before we get into all of that, you know, is there anybody kind of in your circle, in your network, whatever, that you'd like to give a shout-out to while you're on the pod?
2: Yo, straight up, I, I want to just shout-out myself right now, to be honest. Hey, go for it. <laughs> shout-out shout out, shout out to you, Dunn.
1: I like the energy.
2: Yeah, you probably, yeah, I'll probably listen to this like five years from now, looking for some inspiration, you know what I mean? I want to look back and see what I did. I'm, I'm going to go back and, and listen to this. So, this is a shout-out to the future, Done. I hope you got that that pine green Range Rover you want. <laughs>
1: like,
2: you know what I'm saying? So, shout-out to you, kid.
1: That would be fire. Yeah, that I love that be, color, yeah. too. I really enjoy that color. Yeah. I'm, I'm pine green Range, you said.
2: I'm, I'm definitely going to get it. But I don't know That's if it's going to be five years from now.
1: Manifestation is real, you know? Word.
0: Hey, hey, future done. You just got the the L cosine from past done, bro.
2: You can't do that.
1: You're about to be listening to this, and you're like, "Yeah, the job's done." Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to this in the Pine Green Range, Sparking Pine Green.
2: <laughs> yeah, Yo, you can't do
1: that. I'm done. But yeah, man.
0: Uh, appreciate you being on the show, bro. I'm glad we got to get you on here. We had a little delay, but you know it all worked out.
2: Yeah, no doubt. This, this is smooth. it don't even feel like it was an hour.
0: Yeah, it flies by, right?
2: Yeah, man. Good chopping it up with you guys, man. I, I appreciate this for real.
0: No doubt, bro. Appreciate for you for sure. Yeah, supporting man. Second, yeah, all, yeah. Appreciate you hopping on.
2: All love, man.
0: We'll be looking out for for the music.
2: Oh no doubt, man. I, I'll be sure to send you guys the link as soon as it drops.
0: Most definitely. If right, everybody okay. that's tuned in at home, make sure y'all go follow our guy Dollar Sign Done on Def- IG.
2: Definitely do that.
1: Yeah, sir, and check on all streaming platforms as well.
2: Yup, Dollar Sign Done on everything, anywhere you can get music. You can Google me, YouTube me, I don't Vivo, Amazon, wherever, whatever you gotta search Dollar Sign Done.
1: Live, me. Live Journal, MySpace.
2: Yeah, all that. <laughs> That piff. That, that. Fact. That's a classic site. That really is. Yo, you know you can go on MySpace still, too. Like, that, that's still an active website. I think it's used for, like, music promotions and shit like that. But you can still use MySpace.
0: I don't I don't, know. Uh,
2: I don't, I don't remember my old uh, thing, but uh, I remember when my brother asked, like, yo, what is MySpace? He's 14, so he never seen MySpace. He's like, what does it look like? <laughs> I'm like, let me see if I can look it up. I typed it in. And the website popped up, but I didn't remember my email and shit. So I'm like, "Yo, I'm about to make a new one. Fuck it."
0: That's how you about to like re- release the secret record. It's
1: gonna be on yeah, MySpace.
2: It's it'll be on MySpace.
1: <laughs> <laughs> MySpace exclusive. <laughs> Word. <laughs> and 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 we'll have the uh, your neighbor is MySpace, putting in the request for the top right. eight.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, Nick, if we get ahead of the curve. We'll be lit. <laughs> that's a fact fact
0: but all right y'all i guess we're gonna be uh signing off now so it's been it's been gabe it's been dollar sign done it's been brian another amazing episode and we'll catch all of y'all later yes
1: sir deuces, mm, deuces.